0: Hey dream babes, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Happy New Moon and Taurus. I'm super excited to share this episode with you. I have Molly from the Firebrand Witch with me this week, and we talked about all kinds of really cool stuff. We talked about reclaiming the word witch, um, doing magic at college, what astrology means to us, creative morning practices, Patreon as a way to support independent makers, identifying with tarot cards so there's all kinds of really cool stuff in this conversation and i really hope that you're enjoying it i don't want to talk too much but just wanted to say again thank you so much to all my patrons you're making this work possible and that means that there's more episodes coming your way now and that's really amazing because i think that's what we need more conversations that are healing and connecting people so I, as you might know, there's a few changes in my business. I'm in my fourth year now, which just feels really good and amazing. And yeah, I'm just feeling so lucky that I get to do this work. And I've been thinking a lot about how we traditionally launch and do online marketing and how much I really enjoy questioning that and doing things differently and really to prioritize sustainability, um, you know, not to burn ourselves out with these bursts of, um, outreach and growth but to really accept the cyclical nature of building a small business and to remember that even though we operate within the system that we're trying to challenge um, and while we still have to pay rent and bills and you know keep ourselves fed, we have a lot of choices and we can do things differently so um, I'm launching a new course this month with the working title Holistic Business Magic and it's really for creators, it's for people who maybe are about to start a small business or already have one but are kind of struggling to make it work or maybe are transitioning into doing that full-time or part-time or whatever, really. (laughs) So it's going to be this beautiful container for people to explore what that means and to really think about the ethics and the values that are underpinning the work that they're wanting to do. So, I'm going to teach practical things like um, building software systems, having a good website, working with social media, using hashtags, all that kind of stuff. But I'm also going to look at things like purpose, sustainability, and cash, self care for small business owners, creating sustainable offerings that feel really good, um, building an audience, and finding the right people. And I've decided to offer this to Patreon supporters so you can when the course is out next month buy it um, kind of as a one-off payment which I'm not sure how much that will be yet but I'll let you know Um, but the cheaper and kind of more uh, monthly payment option would be to become a Patreon with $11 or more in the next two weeks before the course will officially launch and then you get early access and um, yeah, so you just pledge $11 a month and you can do that as long as you wish. Um, the course value as a one-off payment will be a lot higher. And so, you know, this is really kind of an extension of trust. You can, in theory, if you want to, just pledge $11 once and then never uh, never do it again. And that's okay because I do want to offer this in a slating scale. And if that's all you can afford, that's totally fine. I'm not going to ever question that. Um, but if you want to attend, um, the free monthly webinars and you feel like you're, um, benefiting from the course and, uh, the work that I do in an ongoing way, then you're welcome to, um, pledge support a little bit longer than that. Okay. Sorry to be (laughs) so lengthy. I will leave you to listen to today's show now. Thank you so much for, um, listening and staying with me and for all your support i love that so much and i would love to hear from you on instagram if you have any thoughts have a beautiful new moon bye hey everyone i know You know, I always say this, (laughs) I'm super excited about my guest today. It's Molly, who's also known as the Firebrand Witch. They are incredible at a lot of different things. And I am just going to do my little fangirl intro as I always do. So we met on Instagram. I can't remember how. I must have come across their account in some way by searching some kind of witchy hashtag I guess and uh, yeah I really in, in immediately loved their writing about mental health and magic and just the wildness of the human experience as a whole and um, and then we got to know each other a little bit better which is really cool and inspiring and yeah just really enjoyed seeing their business journey unfold and and seeing what kind of business they're and, um, magic that they're doing and I also received two readings from them um, so I received a birth chart reading which was the first I've ever had and it was incredible like I listened to it on my overland journey from uh, Germany back to the UK and I've listened to it again since and a lot of things <laughs> in my life and in my personality and my challenges make a lot more sense now, which is really cool. And I feel more connected to the universe in a really cool way. And I also received a tarot reading, which was yeah, also really, really cool. And, just very beautiful. So yeah, I appreciate Molly so much. And I'm really excited to share them with you. And I've got a ton of really cool questions. And before I go on and on, <laughs> I'm just gonna hand it over for now and let them introduce themselves.
1: Thank you. Oh, my gosh, I'm like blushing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I am Molly Nian. I'm a firebrand witch. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm a tarot reader. I'm an astrologer. I, um, I write about mental health, um, from my own experience. And then sometimes like generally, and, um, I also have a YouTube channel where I talk about depersonalization disorder, which is something that I live with. Um, and yeah, I guess that's basically me. I'm also, I'm non-binary. I guess that's also maybe important. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's it. I'm a witch. (sighs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> something I love to always ask in the beginning is where are you in the world right now and what is nature like around you just so that we can kind of imagine your situation
1: yeah so um I am in um I'm in Massachusetts in East Hampton and um Nature outside is really nice right now, which is great. I'm looking out the window, um, and there's a blue sky, which is fantastic. And the sun is shining, which it hasn't necessarily been for the last few days. Um, so it's really like calming. I heard a bird earlier, which is like the best. I feel like as soon as I hear birds, it's, it's like, I feel happy. again. (laughs) You know, it's such a beautiful, um, I don't know, just melody, um, yeah, it's still cold and like you know, it very much is winter. Like I feel like the the weather outside is always so reflective, or or maybe better yet, my like internal experience is always very like reflected or reflective of the weather. You know what I mean? Influenced yeah. by. Um, yeah. So so that's that's nature. That's nature. Cool. Yeah.
0: Um, I loved how you said when you introduced yourself with so much confidence and certainty that you are a witch. Um, I think that is such a beautiful name or title to reclaim. And I would love to know what it means to you and how you came to identify as a witch.
1: Yeah. So, um, wow, that's such a good question. I'm like thinking about it. um, When did I first start identifying as a witch? I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, I've been interested in, like, occult-adjacent things and, like, healing, um, so honestly, since I was, like, 10. Like, I remember, like, reading about astrology online, because um, I, I, like, grew up on the internet. <laughs> it's, like, weird. <laughs> but I really, the internet, like, raised me for better or for worse. Um, and so I feel like... And my mom also reads tarot cards, so I kind of grew up around that. Um, and so I feel like I didn't necessarily... Like, I wasn't raised with this idea that the word witch is a bad thing. It kind of often was just, like, a neutral word for me, personally. Um, and then when I got to college, like, I, I um, would, like, whip out my cards, you know, every once in a while to try to make friends at <laughs> <in> the beginning. <laughs> and I feel like from there, there was just this kind of, like, kind of, like, tongue-in-cheek Um, maybe a little bit ironic at the time, identification of like, yeah, I'm a witch, like I'm intuitive and I can, you know, I know more than you think. (laughs) Then as I kind of like grew and expanded and kind of like let the, the hyper rational kind of like brain that I had grown and like kind of crafted for myself like kind of just slip away and be like you know what I'm actually like really spiritual like this isn't just a little joke or party trick you know what I mean like this is actually really meaningful to me um I really opened up and was like yeah you know I kind of am a witch and I I don't know I really it has so much power um I love the word witch and yeah yeah yeah, so I guess maybe in the last, like, five years, and then um, when I, I just um, changed my name to the Firebrand which my business name, about six months ago, and that felt really good. Um, mm-hmm. It felt like it really did feel sort of like a, a reclamation of um, so much of what I have been told is wrong about me, and so it's just, it's really powerful for me to be able to use that word to describe how I am.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, Mm. I resonate a lot with that. I think I'm a tiny bit older than you. So I was, I I think the internet came into my life a little bit later. Mm. Um, but I, I also feel like I've been raised by both my dog and the internet. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I would love to touch on just because I I mean, I'm just going to sneak in here with my own thoughts for a minute.
1: (laughs) Oh, totally. Oh my gosh. Absolutely.
0: I, I really have been thinking a lot about the idea lately of like trends and because I think that there's always a tiny part of me that is like, am I just making this up? Is this all super mm-hmm. pretentious? And I feel like... <laughs> more and more people identify as witches and more and more people get into the tarot. And the largest part of me just absolutely loves that. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think that trends happen for a reason. And we are living under ridiculously, incredibly painful circumstances right now in many ways. Though we do also have a lot of privileges. You and I are white. Um, But it's just a challenging time. And I think this rediscovery of of earth-based spirituality um and and especially as queer finding some belonging in a spiritual community has been incredibly yes. important to me and i just wish that for everyone so i'm like yeah let's make it a trend because most of the trends i know of are just not as healing and positive for people yeah
1: so these are my five cents <laughs> I, those are great five cents i'll take all of those that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i totally agree um yeah, that's something, that's a really good point. There's, like, it's, like, witchiness and, and the word witch and all of that really is, like, it is trending, I guess. Um, again, like, for better or for worse. Um, and I think that there is a lot of better. Like, it is really, I don't know, like, it is. I, I love, like, Chani Nicholas, what she tweeted, like, the revolution will be healing. And I want that to go viral. You know what I mean? Like, I want, like, witchiness and healing to go viral. Like, please, you know? Um you know that's not to say that there's not issues with appropriation because that's that is rife you know uh, that's that's really important to interrogate but yeah I, I'm really into um, I don't know and then I feel like you know people will get into more of like the mainstream kind of witchiness and then hopefully that can bring them to the more like grounded and um, historical realities and, and like mythology um that we kind of work from Mm. yeah yes yes I agree that is very exciting (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I would love to know a little bit more about like what do you love about astrology the most and what is your individual approach because um, that seems to be a big source of magic for you I love reading your horoscopes and as I said like my birth chat reading was just like such a revelation and Yeah. So I'm really interested. Like how did you get into astrology and what
1: do you really love about it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm also like, I'm so glad to know that the birth chart reading um, resonated. It makes me so happy. (laughs) But so astrology. So yeah. I mean, I, I guess, like, I guess I said, I kind of got into it um, really young and then um, I didn't really study it super intensely um, until the last maybe like four years or so. Um, But what I love about it, it's, the way that I love astrology is how I love tarot. Like, astrology feels really ancient. I mean, it literally it is really ancient. Um, and I, I'm, I i do not know, like, it, it just, it makes me feel so connected to something. And I've never, I've, I'm not interested in history. Like, it, it's something that I'm really embarrassed about. <laughs> but I, I can't, like, I've tried to get super into history and the only two things that have ever really, like, made me be able to, to sit down and, and listen and absorb historical information is sociology and um, astrology. Mm-hmm. It just – it creates a story. And I feel like that is what I love about astrology is the, is the ability to really um, take, like – Pull from, from like collective mythology and pull from archetype and create narrative and um, bring so much healing. And it's like every astrology reading that I do and every like horoscope that I write, it's like this, this mini research project, but it's still super intuitive and it's still like an interpretive art. And I just feel like it's the perfect blend for me of analytical and creative because I do have like this really, um, you know, not to say I don't think that astrology is like scientific <laughs> per se, but um I think that the way that that we do it is um it's like a science and an art, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. That makes close sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so um yeah, that's that's that. And so I guess my approach is is like psychological and spiritual. Um, but I also like recently have been super interested in mundane astrology which is just like the astrology of world events and the idea of just like using astrology to kind of like like predict world events feels really fun like i wouldn't want to do that like you know and and charge i think just like as a hobby (laughs) you know what i mean like it's really interesting um yeah so i guess that's my astrological love (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: that's beautiful thank you so much yeah um I also really love your tarot readings and I think for me in the past few years, it's been so beautiful to see, to get to know as many different reading styles as possible. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really loved yours. So I would love to hear a bit more about that side of your practice. Um, how, how do you read for yourself and how do you read for others? And do you feel that, that there's anything maybe unusual to your approach or something like that?
1: Yeah, thanks. Um also I love your tarot readings by the way. Like the the you've, I think like I have gotten like two or, or three from you, right? And oh my god. I don't know. Like you just have such a like soothing voice when you when you give readings. Um mm-hmm. it's so it's so calming because um, I feel like I'm not usually that way when I do readings. I'm a little bit more like um, frantic. (laughs) So it's, it's kind of like nice to just be like, Oh, I'm like at the spa. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And such brilliant insights, but, um, and I, so anyway, I guess, um, I'll talk about, I'll talk about me, I guess. (laughs) But, um, so the way that I do tarot, um, I guess I'll bring the idea of narrative back in. Like it just, it feels like, um, you know, I've been doing tarot for, I think maybe going on nine years now. So it's, it's, intuitive to me at this point, I just like look at a spread and I can kind of very quickly see how it's moving. Um, and that is like the best when I get a spread that really flows in that way. Um, it it just feels so good. And it almost feels like I, sometimes when I'm reading for people, especially when I'm reading in person, um, it's like, it's not even me sometimes, you know what I mean? Like I kind of just go into this space where I'm talking and then I come back and I'm like, did that make sense? <laughs> like, you know silly. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but definitely a lot of intuition um, and just, I love the imagery. I love what different what different decks can bring mm-hmm. um, by way of different energy, you know what I mean? Um, and how they resonate with us like and different emotional moments in our lives um yeah I guess I don't know if there's anything particularly unique that I that I do with tarot um like that I I don't know I mean I guess we all have our unique style but um yeah just a lot of a lot of love and intuition yeah. I would love to hear about you and how kind of like how you um you know work with with tarot yeah. Yeah,
0: sure. Um, It's funny because I had another conversation with someone called Vanessa Sage today where we talked a lot about approaches. So I had to already put it into words once today, which is useful. um, I think to me, I mean, I've loved the tarot for a long time and I've only been reading for other people for about a year now. And, um, well, I had been obviously reading for other friends, um, before, but professionally I've only been reading for a year now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think there's been a lot of shifts in, in what was important to me in the cards. I think in the beginning it was just about, um, really journaling a lot and just getting stuff out of my system and onto paper, which was really helpful for my mental health. Um, I really like the book um, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, and I found it quite hard in the beginning to really get into the practice of doing morning pages. And just drawing a a card every morning was really helpful to have like a starting point um, to reflect on and then take it from there. And usually things flow so much easier for me if I draw a card for myself in the day and um and now what's become more important to me is to use the tarot as a really powerful tool for survivors or people who are healing quite deep stuff I think that it can be so beautiful and empowering to have our stories reflected back at us and in another recent interview I did with um a Sally Earthwork we talked about and actually we cried about this. Like there were actually tears coming up because it oh was, my gosh. yeah, yeah. We were Like you know, what is so powerful about the cards is that you get to believe yourself and you get to have this framework to explore your own story and your experiences. And there's no one, I think that it really helps to kind of drown out this little voice in our head. And it's like, Oh, maybe it wasn't that bad. Or like, maybe you're making that stuff mm-hmm. up. And I think, um, yeah the, t- the tarot can be really incredible for that and um when I'm reading for other people what I love the most at the moment is that it creates this framework for me to really witness and come to the um to the space with like a lot of loving attention and just presence and and just a listening ear I feel that's I think that in the beginning I was probably more worried about like getting it right, you know, and like finding the perfect interpretation of a card. And the more I'm doing it, the more I feel that actually what really, what really people need is like someone to hold space for them. And it doesn't always have to be perfect. And it doesn't always have to be a super positive message Some sometimes it's really good to sit with someone and be like, yeah, man, that really sucks. I'm so sorry that happens to you. And And I believe you can get through this and let's look at what you can do. And so I have, um, I've never found a more powerful tool to do that for people than the tarot. Mm -hmm. And so I feel really committed to it and feel that it's, it's going to be something that will always be with me. And I am 32 now and I've for a really long time, super struggled with, what my purpose is in life and like I tried so many different jobs I started working when I was 11 so over 20 years ago and I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many different um, things I've tried and mm-hmm. how long I worked for minimum wages but I now feel like with the tarot and with web design I've really come home and I'm I'm up for doing this for a really long time and that that in itself feels very exciting to me yeah
1: yeah that's so exciting i love all of that that's so like i feel like that is so very much what comes through in your reading it's like all of all of that um that was really that was really nice to, to hear <laughs> yeah and I, like, I i feel like um that made me think and i think i maybe have this written on my on my site or something but like i love thinking about tarot pretty much exactly like you said, like as this reflective tool, because I have this like theory and I've talked about this once before with like a friend long ago. Um, But s- same thing with astrology, with tarot and astrology, like it's like they're mirrors and they're mirrors so often used by and like used with people that, you know, for example, have been through trauma or their identities have been, um, you know, squashed and, not represented and like i don't know like having tarot and astrology kind of reflect us back is such powerful healing it's like so it's like medicine you know what i mean um to kind of be like this is this is i see you like to be seen in that way is so powerful um it's like a mirror i love it it's so good yeah,
0: yeah, me too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, <I'm so> <laughs> yeah. Um I would love to kind of tie this in with um your business story a little bit. So, yeah.
1: um
0: so to to um something I really want to share is that you inspired me so much to start my Patreon and I would love to mm-hmm. talk about yours a little bit more as well. And so at the end of, the, of last year, and we're recording this in January 2018, by the way, um, so at the end of last year, I was kind of thinking about ways in which I could offer long-term, low-cost support for people to experience their own magic and like feel a bit inspired and have a bit of a framework to explore stuff. And I was initially thinking about offering a membership program through Teachable or something and, uh, you know, to charge a monthly fee and then um, send out this little ritual kit to people. And um, I had toyed with the idea of Patreon, but it kind of hadn't really come together for me. And then I saw yours and I was like, oh my God, that is so brilliant. And Mm -hmm. just felt really inspired by it because I think that Patreon is Really, the way it's set up, it's such a beautiful platform. It feels to me like we are pledging emotional and energetic and financial support to each other, and it's a very different energy in that transaction. It's more like, "Hey, I believe in your work. I believe in your magic and your creativity, and I wanna, I wanna support you in a in a long term way." And it's not at all about the amount of the pledges. It's, I feel like the number of people that have supported me, just, you know, every single one of them just made really me means the world to me. And, um, yeah. And it feels more sustainable. And I also feel really committed to serving my community there. It's not like someone bought this one-off thing of me and it's this cold cash transaction. And then mm-hmm. we all go our own ways. So it's more this like, you know, we're in this together, and people can opt in and out all the time. Um, and I'm totally up for people changing their mind. That's cool. But mm-hmm. there's also this element of like being in it together, which is really beautiful. So sorry, I, I have. No, I I I no, that's great. Actually, like I have sometimes have a really long winded way of asking
1: questions. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it.
0: <laughs> what I was going to ask you is like, can you tell us a bit more about? Um, what this transition was like for you to, from having a job and then starting your business on the side and then quitting your job and starting the Patreon and like how it, how does it feel like what does it feel like for you what are the challenges and what are your wishes for the year
1: Yeah um totally so yeah so I I was working full time I guess I'll start there so I was working full time for the last 2 years since I guess, wait, yeah, right. Two, two and a half years, two years. Um, I graduated college in 2015. Yeah. Anyway, so I started working like 2016 and then I just wrapped up, um, or I don't know. Anyway, the dates I was working for two years full time. Um, and then it got to the point where I was just like, I can't keep doing this. Like I, I like the person that I work for, Um, I like my coworkers and I kind of like my job some days, but it's also like kind of killing me. So, um, and meanwhile, my interest in, in tarot and, um, particularly astrology was really like, um, waxing. (laughs) And, um, I just, I kind of had like a crisis where I was like, I need to, I need to do something else. Like I, I can't keep working in like higher ed administration, right? I just can't. Um, and so, yeah, so then I made the gradual and painful decision to leave, um, and I, I started really building up my tarot reading, um, business in, I think, like, July, August. I really put some, some, um, serious, I guess, elbow grease into it, um, and then I, I left my job in September, Mm -hmm. and it's been, it's been a, a challenge and it's particularly like financially, it's, it's pretty frightening. Um, and I went down. So actually what I did is I went down to part-time. So if, if anyone's planning on you know doing something like this, if you're able to, I highly recommend going down to part-time work for a little while and having like sort of a, of a leeway period, if, if you can. Um, because that kind of gave me like the, the financial security at that time, to, um, you know, and I had the financial security as I was expanding. Um, and that has, that was really helpful. Like, I don't know what I would have done if I just kind of quit cold turkey. I would probably have to go back and, um, temp, which I I might still have to do that, but it doesn't feel as, you know, um, frightening, but so having Patreon has been really, really good. And I pretty much just everything that you said is, is really spot on. Like, Um, it's kind of like there's this little community that kind of, you know, supports you. And um, I love, like, each month, I've um, been sending out to some of my $10 plus um, patrons, I do like a one card reading, and like, we have a conversation, you know what I mean? And that's really nice, because like, that's it's like I can expect that every month and I can build this relationship with people and it feels so meaningful because like, that's, you know, like that's what I want to be doing. Um, you know what I mean? Connecting with people in that way and being able to, to really, um, yeah, work directly and continually is really, really lovely. Um, yeah. And so I guess, does that I don't know um yeah that's
0: that's beautiful to hear um do you maybe want to tell us a bit more about what your days look like and what you're wishing for for the year
1: yeah yeah so my days right now um it's a lot I'm doing a lot of writing um which is also so nice because um I spent a lot of years really like blocked in terms of writing, like, I just wouldn't let myself write anything other than, like, essays and analytical papers and stuff like that, um, and so since kind of opening back up to my spiritual, um, you know, process, I've also been able to open up to writing, and so most of my day is, like, I'll wake up, and, um, I like to, you know, I'll be writing horoscopes, or I'll be writing the weekly tarot, um, and, uh, something else that I'm actually doing is I'm doing some, like, WordPress um, support for people, like, building kind of basic websites, which is really fun. So some of my days involve that. And I don't, I'm not a person who has a very rigid structure to my life at all. Um, <laughs> I, I don't often do well when I don't have, like, a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, my, my days themselves are very variable. But I would say that I'm usually putting in between like six to 10 hours um, a day, probably. Mm -hmm. And, but it's like, it's like fun work, you know, like, I'm not just sitting at my desk doing somebody else's, you know, admin support. (laughs) Like, I get to do kind of all of it. And it's, it's really, really nice. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, being, being a, it's challenging and it's fun and sometimes it's lonely and then sometimes it's like amazing. Um, and it's just such a different experience and I much prefer being self employed even when it's a struggle, um, to, to the nine to five, you know, five day a week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I think there's a different, um, (laughs) there's a german word i know which doesn't really help us very much right now (laughs) but it's like this concept of um stress that's caused by someone else feels very different on the body than stress that you're causing yourself and obviously i don't want either of these things (laughs) um and i think there's so much to say about like being an entrepreneur and self-care and unlearning this idea that only a 40 hour week really counts and like everything Mm -hmm. else is like week part-time work I (laughs) want to kill all of that yeah Um, I
1: know I know but
0: but also yeah it really does feel very different if you have autonomy about your rhythms and your day and Mm -hmm. I uh something I really appreciate about working for myself is this just sense of independence and like Um, not being at the mercy of someone else. That's something I found incredibly stressful working Mm -hmm. for other people and just felt a lot of vulnerability around that. And um, I still get stressed sometimes, definitely. And I sometimes work really long days. Mm -hmm. Um, But just the freedom to um, listen to my body a little bit. Like earlier today, I had three calls a day, which is a lot, like that's my max.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: on the second call, for whatever reason, um, it was scheduled for ninety minutes, but one person couldn't show up, so it's like, I think an hour will be enough, and you know what? I'm gonna have a half hour nap, and it was so good,
1: yeah, um, you awesome.
0: know. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> just thinking back of
0: like the days that I was in, in full-time employment and was studying, uh, studying part-time, there's no way I would have never had a chance to nap. And my weekends would go for laundry and groceries and tidying the house. And so mm-hmm. napping was just not a thing. And now napping is like my thing. It's Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. It's so nice to be able to have that autonomy. I love yeah. that. A, that's a really good way to, word to to, um, describe it. And yeah. And you know, like, I mean, I'm, so I'm like a super like sensitive person to other people's emotions. Right. So like being in a work environment, like I was in a, I, I was working in a Dean's office um which is a really high stress environment um mm-hmm. for grad school you know what i mean cuz there's like people that come in and they're having a difficult time um there are people that are coming in and they're frustrated there are people that are coming in and are really excited and it's just like all of these emotional extremes that yeah. i felt like i was doing a really good job of kind of like not you know taking on mm-hmm. what? inevitably i did and it totally wrecked me you know what i mean and i just you know, part of that is like maybe better boundary and protection, you know, protection magic even, but it's just, I don't know. And then always having to be on, you know what I mean? Like I'm not a person that's like going to be smiling all the time. I just can't do it. And, um, I, I, even though like, I'd love to, I'd love to like laugh 24 seven, but, um, some days I just need to, like you said, go take a nap, you know what I mean? And that's part of like living with For me, like part of what I love about doing, um, like my own work and being kind of like independently employed is that I have flexibility when it comes to, um, having mental health stuff. I mean that, you know, it comes with its own struggles with like health insurance and all of that. Um, but right now where I am in my life, it feels a little bit safer Mm -hmm. than having to push through, um, stuff when it comes up without dealing head on yeah. yeah yeah
0: that makes a lot of sense yeah oh my god I can't imagine that would have been hard oh god <laughs>
1: I know, know yes yeah, so so it's, it's good to get, a, to get a break and I kind of I kind of gave myself January so like for example like right now January is super slow for me and it's intentionally mm-hmm. like I haven't really tried to um to book a lot of work I've kind of just like done what I have to do to be able to you know you know, money wise, like afford what I need to get by, um, so that I can just rest, you know, because it's been a wacky year and like, it's been, you know, just so so much transition. Like, so I left the job and then I also like moved in with my partner in in March. And that was a whole to do with the people that I was moving away from. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, I was like, you know what, my body and my mind are asking me to stop. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna honor that. And so I did. And it's been helping. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, talking about magic and you briefly touched on protecting magic, for example, which really always excites me very much. I'm like, (laughs) I have so much to learn about boundaries. I'm so into them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um i wonder kind of thinking about people listening to this and and thinking like wow molly is so magic how can i be like that um what do you what do you wish everyone knew about magic like what words of encouragement would you give people that are kind of getting interested in magic and want to
1: make a start yeah oh my gosh so just trust like just do it um you know, I feel like if you're, if you're interested in getting into it, just try, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time when I, when I think of like, you know, maybe the question, like, what do I want people to know about, about magic? I think of like the maysayers, but that's also just like my brain. I'm always thinking about critics, but yeah. like, and so to them, I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's scientific or not, if it works, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, yeah. you know, um, but for people that are like genuinely open to it and and want to you know just dig into the work of doing healing just go for it you know yeah. like just trust your intuition that's been the most healing thing like the reason that I am here right now is because I worked with a therapist who like sat me down and was like Molly you're really sensitive. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, like, you're really sensitive. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And she's like, yes, you are. And it's fine. And like, just go with it. And so to everyone who I know and everyone who's listening, if you are a sensitive person, that is okay. And it comes with so many gifts. And, um, I mean that, you know, not like I have gifts, but like, it's just, it comes with so many kind of blessings, um, and hardships, but you know, just open up to it. It's, it's yeah. safe. You're safe. It's going to be
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I agree. That is really beautiful. Yes. Um, I have one more funny question that I, I want to make this a, a regular question as well, but you get to be the first one. Ta-da! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a tarot card that you identify with at the moment?
1: I do. Yeah, I do. Um, the hanged man is where I'm at right now. And yeah, it, I, I totally am. And it's weird. It came up in a reading um, that I pulled for myself, which I actually don't read for myself very often, but I did because um, I just, I feel like I can't, like, I just don't, I can't, like, zoom out. But anyway, that's a different thing. Um, <laughs> the hanged man, I like, because I feel like kind of maybe what I just said is kind of shows that, you know, I'm in this moment where I just have to surrender to where I'm at. And that's really hard because I like to go, go, go. You know, like I like to be a, um intense worker, but right now I just need to surrender to the process and yeah. to whatever is happening. Um, yeah. And I've, I've hit so many junctions over the last year where it's like, okay, this isn't working. You need to try something else. And mm-hmm. um, that's super hangman for me. Yeah. Yeah, that is beautiful.
0: I love that. I've had the hangman in a reading recently, and I was like, "Oh, my friend, I had missed you." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. What if, yeah. I was gonna say, what about you? Do you have a do you have a tarot card that you're identifying?
0: Um. I feel like identif- identity-wise, a lot of stuff has shifted for me in the last two years mm-hmm. and um, had a lot to do with gender and mm. my brain. <laughs> and <laughs> my work in the world and so I feel at the moment like the dust of my Saturn return is settling I'm going to take a new name on the upcoming blue moon next Wednesday yeah Um, so I can't say that I have a card that's been with me in the last couple of years because there's been so much exciting change Mm -hmm. but I've chosen a card to work with this year and um Actually, I can share this practice really quickly. So, I chose a year at a card to work with, with the, for the year, and then each month I will draw two cards. Um, one on what to invite, and what to on what to release in order to come closer to the energy of that card and work with it. I really understand it, and um, the card I chose is the King of Pentacles. Mm. And to me, understanding this card, I hope is. Um, about learning what stability and abundance means and kind of really bringing that earthy energy into my life. Because as you know, since you've done my birth chart, I am a bit (laughs) and very watery. And so I think I've always um, had a challenging relationship to money. We didn't have a lot of money growing up. And so I'm now, as an entrepreneur, learning to really manage my money and like think about the future and create sustainable structures for myself and learning to trust that there will, will be enough. I think that's a really big one for me. And I also really, really love the experience of being generous with other people. I think something that really gives me a lot of gender euphoria is this this feeling of being a provider, like that's really what I want. Yeah. I want to provide food and nice experiences and presents to people, and I want the people I love, including myself, to be safe. And yeah. so, yeah, that's what I'm trying to learn from the King of Pentacles. And one thing that came up in the first reading I did in January, which was really cool, was that the King of Pentacles is not the devil. And
1: mm-hmm. I think there's
0: a lot to unpack in that and like this idea that wanting money and stability is somehow bad or evil and yeah. Um, yeah you're really trying to unlearn that so that's gonna be exciting
1: <laughs> yeah that's awesome I really love that that's that's really important to like learn on a personal and I think probably also like spiritual and collective level yeah yeah Yeah, totally
0: yeah before we go i would love to share what you're offering and where people can find you and um maybe you, you can touch on a little bit also on like the practicalities of patreon because i do get a lot of questions about that and i would love for people to know what it means to support your patreon yeah
1: yeah. So, um, so you can find my offerings. I do tarot, um, tarot readings. I have, I think maybe like six different offerings for that. And they're all on sliding scale, um, on the firebrandwich.com And I'm also starting to offer birth chart readings and that'll be, um, on the firebrandwich.com as well. Um, but so Patreon, Patreon is, my Patreon is patreon.com slash thefirebrandwitch, but what it is, is like you pledge, um, so for example, if you pledge $5 a month, you, um, will get, you know, every first of the month, um, you'll be charged $5, and then for me, I offer, um, full moon and new moon rituals for anybody who, who pledges $5, um, or more a month, and, yeah, those come out so you'll get like two of these, like pretty much the usually like twenty-page like explanations and of what the what the moon cycle like what that you know moon is about and then horoscopes, a uh, um, ritual suggestion, reflection questions, um, and yeah, so you get two of those a month for for five dollars and then I have some some more things that where I do tarot readings as well as um, transit astrology readings. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, they're really beautiful. I'm receiving them and I really, really love them. Um, and where can people find you on social media? Um, I know you are on Instagram a lot, as am I, and so I would love for people to know where you are on there.
1: Yeah, uh, so on Instagram, I'm the Firebrand Witch um, and I'm like newly on Twitter kind of. Um, so I'm, I'm there as just Firebrand Witch. But Instagram is like really where I do most of my living (laughs) and working (laughs) that's real that's yeah I know it's like it's come on it's just Instagram but um (laughs) but yeah and also I love your your monthly magic um I I received that and that is amazing it's really really beautiful it's um just like just like your tarot readings it's so grounding like yeah thank you I really it.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much Molly it's been really beautiful to speak to you I feel like maybe we'll do another recording um sometime later in the year that would be amazing
1: yeah that would be awesome I feel like I could probably yeah <laughs> I could just keep talking to you you know what I mean so yeah. thank you yeah. so much for having me
0: yeah thank you so much for sharing and coming and making the time I, I agree it feels like there's a lot more to say but I want to <laughs> respect people's attention span
1: yeah, I know But let's meet again and talk some more. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye.